Bloomington's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. You're probably missing Jack Michaels. You're missing Cam Moon. You hear from Stoff every day. That's no shot at Stoff, is it? No, I don't think so. Uh, we love Stoff on the broadcast. You miss Wilkie? Well, you're not gonna miss, you're not gonna hear from him until Monday. You're gonna hear from me for the next two nights. And I'm actually in the station in the studio, the first time in three what has felt like long years. Yes, indeed. Dave Campbell back inside 6:30 Chad Central. And uh, I've actually been here for a few weeks, like I said, uh, but this is the part of the building that I haven't been to yet. And I haven't stared across the glass and seen this man in, uh, in about three years as well. I, we saw each other a little bit when I came back in November, but Kellen Kennedy, mm-hmm. good to see you, my man. Hey, it's great to see you. Great to have you back. And as I was saying off air to you, the last time we tried this was All-Star Break 2020. And shortly thereafter, we know what happened. So let's hope the sequel has a better, you know, ending than the prequel, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I would, uh, hope so, yes. Hopefully we re-writ, uh, rewrote a script that is uh, a little bit more friendly. Let's yes. just say that before the world decided to... Uh, Go to you-know-what in a handbasket three years mm. ago. So it's good to be back. Uh, you know, the, the home studio is not packed up. There's That that will never happen. <laughs> so we we may need the home. St- I know I use the home studio quite a bit still for a number of projects. Uh, I'm here for most of the day. Then I go home uh, to finish my day at home. Uh, some family considerations there as well. It's fun. I mean, I... It's I, flexible. I, it's flexible. I love it. And, and that's what I love about the new working environment and i know every workplace is different i know here at uh 630 chat and chorus we've embraced a hybrid environment and i think it's great so there you go i know for you it's what hybrid you've been here the you've been here all the time there was people then there wasn't people and now there's people again (laughs) it's not you know i felt like a new employee sometimes it's getting to know everyone again and getting you know getting my bearings and my surroundings and i'm kind of doing that here right now so i'm telling you it's just like wow it's really cool to be back in the studio again the, it's really cool the, the question i always ask all the new employees number one do you know where you have to park uh you're right yes okay so yeah. good yes number yes. two you know where the bathrooms are right oh definitely okay then you're set yeah that's all you need to know and parking bathrooms the is and the water machine too that's bonus stuff you'll figure that out later but just the <laughs> you know parking and bathrooms that's oh, it I, I definitely know where all that is now there you go i mean i've worked here for a long time folks like I've I've actually been in this building for about 25 years, you know, in total, I've missed a lot of the last three. I saw this building back in 99, 2000 get gutted. Mm. Like I could walk out of our control room and see the front door of our building. That's how much we gutted this place. Wow, to I didn't f- know it was that much. Oh yeah, we fit two more stations in because when I arrived it was at the time, it was the classic Power 92. Mm-hmm. That was where GNR Studios is now, Global News Radio. Okay, yeah. And it was us. And we've always been in this control room. That's mm-hmm. like the only thing that never changed in twenty, the 28 years that I've been here almost. Um, and we fit uh, downstairs. Well, now 
92.5 is downstairs, of course, uh -huh. and Kissing Country 103.9 FM uh -huh. uh, is downstairs, and we have two stations up here. So the AMs are upstairs, FMs are downstairs. Plus all of our offices, we have live performance space that Kissing yep. uses for all their live stuff, and, and 92.5 as well for their live stuff, and it's a huge facility. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I know the building well. But when you're away for a while, you got to relearn kind of some things here. So, but it's cool. Like I'm sitting here now, Kellen, it's like, okay, I remember how it used to feel. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. And the one thing, if you listen to me do shows for Reed over the last couple of years is uh, you would hear at the time, uh, some, at some interval, at random time, a loud bang in the background from one of my children. Either my son, Noah, happy birthday, buddy, seven years old today. How did the heck did that happen? Happy birthday, Noah. You betcha. And Addison, who's five, my daughter. But once in a while, you would hear a loud bang because the bedroom is right above me. <laughs> <laughs> and they like coming into mommy and daddy's bedroom to, to just hang out and bring their toys in there and it's annoying you have a living room and a dining room and i mean to make you feel at home i could run out behind you and bang on the wall a couple no, of I'm, times during the show tonight if you want i'm good i'm okay, good, good actually i'm good thank you <laughs> i appreciate the offer though anyway yes it's campbell in for wilkie tonight and tomorrow and i'm uh, looking forward to it it's all-star weekend and like all serious like this has been a kind of a strange week and it's great that the national hockey league uh, has this format where you have teams that take a bye week before the all-star break and then you go into the break and then now you have teams uh, that will be off next week while the Oilers and other teams come back and the Oilers next game is this coming Thursday or sorry Tuesday rather as they begin a eastern road trip against the Detroit Red Wings you can hear the game right here on 630 Chad four o'clock face-off show 530 the drop of the puck uh, between the Oilers and the Wings but uh there's been, what, six games in total this week in the National Hockey League. Kind of quiet. Um, ouch, the Leafs, the Leafs last night. Ooh, the Leafs. Well, the Bruins showed everyone who's boss in that division and, and the National Hockey League so far. Interesting, uh, Money Puck is one of the many analytic sites out there that you can, you know, peruse. Um, I like Money Puck for some things. Um, I like natural stat trick for basically my analytics candy um, because it's pretty simple and basic and, it's, you know, accuracy, I'd say it's pretty accurate, you know, uh, it has a good reputation. But Money Puck, the one thing they do is playoff projections. And they have a model and they explain it and they run over, I think it's 100,000 simulations. And the funny line to me, Kellen, is they say, well, we have our model is to uh, is to uh, ensure accuracy. It's like, OK, look, you have not played the games that have are coming up yet. You're just running scenarios through a right a computer program an algorithm well so I, I ai is all the rage right now that's basically what it is it's it ai i appreciate their efforts but they have no idea what's going to happen but it's interesting because the two teams that they predict will be in the stanley cup final are the edmonton oilers uh -huh. and just pause for a second <clears throat> the carolina hurricanes Oh, I'm still not over the last time we did that. <laughs> and sadly, the, the predictor, or the prediction uh, says, according to Money Puck, is that the Carolina Hurricanes will win, which is interesting because the Boston Bruins are just rolling over the league. Yeah, no kidding. So I don't know why they are not considered 
uh, a favorite over the Hurricanes, according to mm-hmm. their models. And we have not seen the Bruins yet on a schedule yet, I don't believe. I believe we see them twice in March, is that correct? I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. So, and by the way, the Oilers are, are according to this prediction model, uh, will face the Winnipeg Jets in the Western Conference Final. U.S. television will love that. And oh, I, and <laughs> but Canada television, hockey, like oh, Hockey yeah. Night in Canada? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so it's interesting. It's interesting. And the Oilers on a good heater lately. They're uh, 13-3-2 since the Christmas break. They're also, if you encapsulate that, uh, since that 6-3 loss to the L.A. Kings back on January the 9th, they're 8-0-1. Connor McDavid on the turnaround. Yeah, I think back to uh, I think back to the game in LA, you know, where our our penalty kill was was bad and our power play was really bad, um, but our five on five game was really good. And LA's been always been a, a thorn um, in our side and always gave us uh, everything we can handle. And um, but I thought our five on five game was really good and our special teams are really good. And we knew that that was going to turn around. And um, you know, I think ever since then we've we've been we've gone on a real nice run. And um, you could kind of feel it in that game that you know. It was frustrating that we were losing, but there were some really good things going on, and um, you know we've kind of built on that. Well, I think the good the good thing that went on is that three players dropped the flippers. And Jesse Pugliarvi, who doesn't really fight, Zach Hyman doesn't really fight, even though he plays kind of a hard game. And Clem Costin, Clem Costin, uh, he dropped the gloves, and we know he plays a hard game. So since that moment, it was a kind of a galvanizing. Uh, type of uh, type of moment, and since then, they have looked like a better hockey club. Now, a small stretch in January isn't going to be, be the end-all and be-all here with 32 games left, but they are in the first wild-card spot. They're hanging around the, the uh, division lead. The Kings have it now, uh, I believe, um, and there's a logjam at the top of the Pacific Division. It's a bit of a mess right now. But the Oilers are right there by points percentage, they're the third best team in the Pacific right now. They're ahead of the LA Kings. They're behind the, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, who are struggling now with injuries. And Mark Stone again, another surgery to his back. That's rough. And then the Seattle Kraken, who are having a really, really good season. So it's setting up nicely. And part of that is the goaltending dynamic. Bad start for Jack Campbell. His last, what, eight, nine games, he's on like a... He's an amazing clip, about a 9-13, 9-15 save percentage for the season. Stuart Skinner, the all-star, a 9-14 save percentage. And uh, McDavid talked about the goaltending dynamic at the media day at All-Star Weekend in Florida. That's the first thing. You know, I think both goalies are, are great teammates to each other. They're great teammates to the whole group. But, you know, seeing their relationship is uh, is great. You know, obviously two great guys. And, um, you know, that both genuinely want the best for each other. And, um you know, of course, you know, Jack came in and, and uh, you know, uh, signed a big big contract and there's lots of expectations, but it's not easy to change teams. It's really not easy, um, you know, and, and it's taken him a little bit and uh, you can really see that his game's starting to, t- starting to come around and, um, you know, obviously uh, uh, Stu is, 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 you know, he's a young guy and we had asked a lot of him early on and he's played a lot, um, you know, and he, uh, he's handled it great. And Stuart Skinner, I mean, two years ago, he's making his NHL debut in an 8-5 win over the uh, Ottawa Senators. Now he's an all-star. That is just crazy. Says uh, to Bob Stoffer today, who we'll hear from a little bit later on in the show, 
just surreal moment to be an NHL All-Star. A few years ago, I was playing in the East Coast and eating blueberry muffins for pregame. And uh, <laughs> then a year later, you're in the American League taking the bus. And, you know, uh, it's definitely a grind down there, but it's also a lot of fun and uh, definitely a, a step up from the coast. And then uh, being able to play your first year in the NHL has been un- obviously unbelievable and just the differences and uh, how fortunate I am to be in this position. And then going to the All-Star game is pretty, pretty wild. Yeah, it is wild. There's no question about that. Very, very wild. Hey, don't knock those blueberry muffins, Dave Campbell. Those are awesome. If you if you got nothing else for breakfast, blueberry muffins are the best. So you know what? That's an off-topic topic. Ooh. What is your favorite muffin? Oh. Your favorite muffin. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. You can compile those, uh, Kellen. We'll get to those later. I will get on that. Uh, I agree with you. I think blueberry is the is just the right, you know, it's just a perfect pick-me-up. You know, it it's, is, it's yes. just, You just feel good after you. Chocolate chip is good, but sometimes after chocolate chip, you feel like you need to, you know, walk around for 20 minutes. To burn I also like the banana chocolate sometimes, but the thing is, is that if, if you have, you know, a big banana chip muffin, it really hypes you up for the day a little too much. Like you get a little bit of a sugar kick from it, and then, you know, two or three hours in, you're you're getting the, the sugar drop right after. Right. Blueberry, I've never had that issue with, ever. No, it, it is it is the gold standard, I think, of, of muffins for sure. Mm. So that's our off-topic topic, is uh, what is your favorite uh, muffin? 780-496-0063. Callum will compile your... Uh, your answers, we'll get to it a little bit later on. It's All-Star Weekend, and uh, we'll hear more throughout the show. Uh, and uh, we'll find out about the McDry mullet. If you have a mullet, right on. I have one now. Um, not going anyway. Not going away anytime soon. You do either. have some flow happening, yeah. I do have some flow, yes. Sometimes I'm uncomfortable with it, but you know what? Um, let's just say I'm losing hair on the top, so I might as well just get as much hair as I can on my dome and it's flows pretty nicely so there you go anyway 620 back with more including the mcdry mullet story in a moment campbell and for wilkie on inside sports inside sports with reed wilkins is brought to you by james h brown and associates alberta injury lawyers the heavy hitters of injury law to uh, talking with Bob Stoffer after 7 o'clock because uh, the affiliate of the Oilers, the Bakersfield Condors, are actually in Alberta. Because you may not know, but the Calgary Wranglers, who are the top farm team of the Calgary Flames, yeah, the two teams play in the same building. And that, that's a busy building. They have NHL, AHL, WHL, and NLL. And to refresh your memory, NLL is the National Lacrosse League. That's a busy building for the old building. And then on top of that, whatever concerts you've got exactly. and then whatever else they book in there. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> busy place. So, uh, I think the last time an AHL team was in Alberta that had to do with the Oilers was the lockout year in 04 05. The uh, Edmonton Roadrunners? Edmonton my... Roadrunners. I still got my t- season ticket stubs, uh, Davey, for the Roadrunners. <laughs> Let was, me tell you, I was there. I was there for their first game. And I believe Mike Bishai won it in overtime. Was it Bishai or was it uh, J.J. Hunter? 
J.J. Hunter. J.J. Hunter. I remember J.J. Yes. Hunter getting the game winner, yeah. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. And that was a year when uh, Jared Stoll and Rafi Torres played. Um, somewhat interested in that year, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> it was a points. neat roster, for sure. And I yeah. remember uh, Doug Lynch being the, uh, the big prospect. Everybody was uh, all goo goo gaga about around town here there he's a big defenseman and yeah you know almost chris pronger-esque yep little did we know that you know basically the next season we would get the actual genuine article of chris yes. pronger playing with us another so. local uh uh jeff Wojtka. yes absolutely was, from vermilion yep who was traded to st louis for uh chris pronger part of the pronger deal mm-hmm. so that's interesting as well but uh yeah uh, so that'll be fun to talk about. You have the order prospects basically in our backyard. So I'm looking forward to talking to stuff about that. Okay, what, uh, Leon Dreisaitl, what is the McDry mullet? Please explain. Mine is kind of an accident. I didn't really want one, but, but um, yeah, I think I think it looks good. I don't know, but but him his was actually a bet with with one of our teammates. So I love it to be honest. I think he looks great. Um, you know what? I, I'm sure I can. I, th- I think Dylan Holloway, I think Connor bet Dylan Holloway if we win seven games in a row or six or what? I don't, can't remember what it was. Maybe six or seven games in a row. He'll, he'll do a mullet. Yeah. And I, I yeah, we did. How we long did are you going to let it ride? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> if you look at Leon's mullet, it doesn't look like a mullet. If you look at Connor McDavid's mullet, it's starting to look like a mullet big time. So. Anyway, yeah, six-game win streak. They got a six-game win streak, so now the mullet has to stay. And now there's no word on whether this can end at any point for the rest of the season. Mullets for everyone. Mullets for everyone. There you go. Well, the Elks are gearing up for CFL free agency. They've had a pretty good offseason so far, but uh, there's still some questions. Kenny Lawler is the biggest question, but they have signed some people. That defense is starting to look pretty formidable. G. Roy Simon, assistant general manager of your Elks, will join us next year on Inside Sports. It's Campbell in for Wilkie.